All right, all you lifelong learners out there, hello and welcome to another episode of Can You Teach an Old Dog New Tricks? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where you never stop learning. Nope. You never stop loving learning. Mm-hmm. It's the Continuing Education Career Change Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm ready for a change today. Jonathan, how about you? Always, I'm always ready for a change. I'm always looking. Uh, I mean, if we look at my career path, I started working at a bike shop which then led me into PetSmart, which then led me to being a teaching assistant, and now I'm yeah. teaching technology for students. So I'm always on the run, as well as also doing uh, hosting you know, trivia and uh, co-hosting a podcast. Yeah, There's not a job I haven't tried. Uh, well, I don't know that that's entirely true, but I am impressed by the, the depth and breadth of your working life so far. I played a police officer once in an improv set, so I feel like I have been every job. That is sort of the beauty of improv, I think. that, And that cuts both ways, where mm-hmm. you get to try on those jobs in, in a safe setting, yes. where the only uh, outcome of, the only risk of failure, really, is that the audience doesn't laugh. Like, yeah. Uh, but you can take all those experiences and take them back into real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we've talked before on the show about some of uh, the scenes and sets that I've done that have revolved around hacking, mm-hmm. uh, lots of computing, and I've taken that back into my real job as a web developer. Yeah. yeah. And I found some of those scenes uh, have led to some of the best interactions in my life. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so that's it, everybody. Go do some improv. Yeah, there it is. That, as always. That, that, End of show. Yeah. I mean, Wrap it up. No, you, we're if kidding. You, if you can't put improv into your everyday life, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, that's probably true. I actually did a workshop uh, on improv like an, you did, took, did you took you an improv no, no, workshop? No, no, no. Like I actually like led a workshop. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't think we've talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, I did it. Uh, our, it was at a conference for um, Naren, which is the national... That's real bad. I should know that. But anyway... National, it, area, it, region. No, it's, it's about, it's about uh, working with children um, in all facets of life. Mm. Um, so... That specifically usually is for that conference is for like special educators, uh, mm-hmm. social workers, and things like that. So the idea is that like you're you're bringing something to this conference to have a panel, you know, like a, a workshop mm-hmm. um, that people can take stuff back. So I did a improve with improv to help nice. uh, alleviate anxiety. Um, so is it sort of crowd driven? Like the participants bring the content? No. Like, oh, you just submitted this. Yeah, I submitted like, it, and I was like, yeah. I could do this. And then uh, I, I, I got accepted, which was really cool. Yeah. And um, my mom came to it. Um, she's a social worker, so nice. she was getting her credits that you need to have as a social continuing worker. education. Yeah, yep. we're all about those and, credits. Uh, so she was able to get a continuing education credit. Off of my improv class, my workshop, which I just think is hysterical. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, but she cried, um, and the president of in our... a good way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was you know I was just very like transparent about my life with anxiety mm, and right. uh, who I am today is not the path you could have pictured me when I was like in fifth grade. So yeah, we're uh, working at that bike shop. Yeah, we're working at that bike shop. Actually, at one point, uh, I had a panic attack and or an anxiety attack at uh, at the bike shop. And my boss came up to me and said, I noticed you stopped breathing. Wow. Which is weird because I've never like thought about that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, maybe you should just take some time to like breathe. And that was like oh, a thanks. good, that was a good spot to like, he was a very nice guy. He was a, yeah. 
he was definitely a hippie and definitely a burner. Oh, nice. So, well, then, uh, I mean, that sounds like your first step into a career in yoga, really. If you're able to recognize when people aren't breathing and you're ready to push them to do that, do that yeah. that's 90% of yoga. So, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe they're in for a career change. Maybe. Uh, well, I'm very excited about our guest today. Yes. Um, I'm, I know, uh, I like to say no spoilers on here, but I feel like this one is a little on the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our podcast title. Uh, Normally, we would talk to educators, uh, people that have um, hopped into all kinds of different interesting careers. Mm -hmm. And this one is a little doggy style. I'm going to let that one sit, and uh, I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because we gravitate towards sadness. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody, we are back and so thrilled to be joined in the studio today by Cobb Sicily. How are you all doing? So well, Cobb, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's good to get out of the house every now and then. Hey, you know, I agree. Uh, It's good to just change it up, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Now, Cobb, uh, before you got here, we talked a bit about how this episode uh, for us is a little on the nose uh, for a podcast called Can You Teach an Old Dog New Tricks? Mm, Yes. Uh, Because if I understand right, that's what you do. Yes, I'm a longtime listener, first time. Thank you. First time sitter in this chair. Yeah, you are. More like Irish sitter, am I right, Cobb? Hey, very good. (laughs) That's a little dog humor. That's what I bring to the table. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Well, and I imagine uh, as a new dog trainer... Yeah. Uh, you you probably need a bit of a sense of humor, right? Oh, you do. You do. Dogs are very harsh critics. Mm. Uh, they will let you know when they think your joke. You need to work on your timing. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, wow. And they're very sensitive. They don't like uh, off color humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, they don't want to be talked to as if they're children. That's right. Mm. Yeah. So you can't spend too long explaining any part of it. Oh no. Yeah. No. Uh, now I, I'm familiar with dogs that like to herd people, mm. uh, kind of nip at the heels, you know, move the crowd along. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, what does it look like when a, jo- a dog is helping you adjust your timing on a job? Uh, they will nip at your notebook. Okay. Ah, sure. And at your feet. If okay. they, and if you get it right, they will bark and roll over. Oh, nice. That's oh, very that's nice. Yes. Very it's pack mentality. Yeah, very good. Have uh, you? And that's actually where the phrase "howling with laughter" came from. Oh, I did not know that. No, not many people do. Yeah, okay. fascinating. I could see that being like a large audience of dogs, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they do come in packs. So. Yes, they they sit now in the wild. What mm-hmm. the wolves mm-hmm. will do, they will gather underneath the moonlight, and right. the MC dog will come up and introduce smaller dogs. Okay, uh, or the open puppers. Right, and they will go up and they right. tell. They get five to ten minutes to bark and growl their best. Uh, their best jokes okay. and then uh then you move on to your headliners okay yeah yeah sort of the alphas i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very okay. good uh well you weren't always a dog trainer as oh, i understand no, it no no uh, what was your previous career i was a garbage man yeah oh. i'm sorry a refuse removal engineer okay. oh excellent yes yeah a very important job oh yeah. yes oh very much so if it weren't for the work that i used to do you would be up to your neck in garbage daily 
Yeah. I, okay. That's I a frightening I appreciate, time. Yeah. It would smell horrible. Sort mm-hmm. of like when Homer Simpson took over as mayor. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah, that, that literally a, happened. Yeah. Or like in the movie Section 8. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, where the, where they had all the, the prawn live. Yeah. Right. That sort of junk pile area. So, that would be every street corner. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Like, oh, that's, no, that's thank really you. Well, I know. Yeah, it's important. What what was the, the sort of the moment in which you decided, like, I'm done, you know, with the, the removal. Yeah, the engineering. Uh, it probably would have been around the time of my 247th dog attack. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, because at 246, I was like, if this happens one, one more, more time. time yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And at, at, I mean, at three, I was like, they got only a couple more in them. Boy, right. was I wrong. Was it was it, it always the same dog? Did you change rounds? No, after numerous a while? dogs. Okay. I worked in a neighborhood where everyone would just beat their animals oh, no. and oh. had no fences, okay. and uh, they would beat their animals while wearing a garbage man uniform. That's not okay. And and dogs, oh, wow. yeah, dogs hate uniforms. Forms, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's jeez. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. Maybe that's smart. They were keeping their clothes clean, or yeah. or it seems like. They were training those dogs to really just go after you and the other refuse removal engineers. I never, I never thought of that. I mean, it seems Uh, like fairly premeditated. Why would people do that? I don't know. That sounds awful. Yeah. I mean, usually you would think they would dress up as postal workers, as that would seem to be more of an outfit that you could find during the the Halloween season. But well, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure there wouldn't be the because the neighborhood have. I've been married several times, and Mm. the neighborhood had happened, and it's the community where all seven of my ex wives live okay right so i mean they they wouldn't train their dogs to attack me wouldn't i mean no huh. well wouldn't uh have you seen them beating their dogs in the, the garbage bin outfit? oh they sent me many videos oh okay. wearing my old unit oh my god it was my old oh. uniforms interesting hmm uh well you know what it sounds like it's been a change for the better yes mm-hmm. yes now i uh now when i get bit by an animal mm. i am paid handsomely for that's it. good yeah yeah you do home visits, I've heard. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. I will I will go into your house. Now, when I go, I don't want the dog to think of me as another human. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to enter through the doggy door. Mm. Sometimes I will climb under their fence to let it know. And the dog will be like, hey, this is another dog. Yeah. Maybe it's got some ideas. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have seen that your nickname sort of on social media is sort of the, the dog shouter. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah because dog, the, you would think... That a whisper, they they would hear that, but they don't right. respect a whisper. Right. Yes. Mm. You, so you have to scream at them. You okay. have to raise your voice. And I'm all like, ah, at the dog. Okay. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Quite, kind of soothing. Uh, it is, it yes. Me a little. Yeah. When I'm like, sit down. I, they also like, they respect ghosts. So oh. the more you can sound like a loud ghost. Yeah. I, my mom usually says that. Uh, she believes my grandmother is still in the house mm. that we, we live in. And sometimes our dog Toby will like perk his head up mm. and like look in a direction when there's no one there, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. And my mom always feels that it's the the, the ghost of my grandmother. Mm. So they they do actually sense ghosts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Everyone knows this. It's a yeah. Well, now commonly, everyone knows. commonly accepted fact. Yeah. yeah. And for those that didn't know, you now you know. Something yeah, now you're you part know. of it. If you don't know, now you know. Mm. That's great. Uh, so can you tell us about any uh, recent interesting clients that you've had? Oh, yes. We have had several celebrities. I don't want to oh. name drop. Okay. Uh, Feel but free. The child's name was Blue Ivy. Oh. Uh, I was training their half Great Dane, half teacup chihuahua, uh, mm. Mixie. Uh, apparently Mixie has a disorder named Megacolon. 
Oh, uh, no. Which means that the dog's colon is larger than its rectal cavity. Right. Mm. So anytime... This is what happens, I think, when you crossbreed these oh, like, yeah. very large and very yeah, small because, dogs. Yeah, because as we all know, genetics just pick and choose. There's yeah. no middle ground. You either you get a Great Dane's colon and a, a teacup chihuahua's rectal right. cavity. Yeah, those sliders, they just they go to the ends. Yes. There's no center sliders. There were no sliders coming out of this dog, I tell you that. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. a square peg coming out of a, a round hole. A very tiny round yeah. hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I would love to know, um, you know, how was your experience working with this? Well, dog? it was good. It was hard to teach a dog Lamaze, but mm. once it got the breathing rhythms down, now yeah. you'll hear it. It'll go out in the yard. It'll smell and do that arch back that mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. And then it's just <laughs> as it pushes out. A, it looks almost like a Play-Doh fun factory. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, with That's a right. lot of straining, I imagine. Oh, yes, screaming. Have you yeah. ever heard a dog scream? No. I can't say that again. Oh, it's, it's like, ah. mm. Very ghost-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's haunting. Yeah, well, that's that's so interesting. So, uh, before the show, we were talking about how important breathing is to to any sort of career. Uh, mm-hmm. Yoga and was, living was an example. It's, it's true, mm-hmm. uh, and and it seems like breathing is something we all do as as living people. But mm. the ways in which we breathe, those small differences, really make a huge difference in how you interact with the world. Yes, like weightlifters. You'll breathe in when you're you're bringing it down and then Mm. out as you're pushing, much the same way as if you're delivering a baby or Mm -hmm. long-distance runners. Or or they say if you need to hold your breath underwater, Mm. like as I teach many dogs that dive for pearls, uh, you you do a series of – you have to start hyperventilating before you hold your breath Mm -hmm. and to increase your body's uh, aerodynamicity. I did did see online that you had uh, been attempting to – take a, a ship crew of dogs mm-hmm. um, out into the uh, Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. um, and search for pearls. How, how successful was that? It seems like it's there was a storm and then mm. the YouTube videos just stopped. And Yeah, uh, we lost several of the dogs oh, uh, no. to the Sorry sea. To uh, some, there was a mutiny. Okay. Uh, wow. I barely got out with my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, then I wrote a book about it and okay. I changed some of the characters to a tiger and a chimpanzee and mm-hmm. I, I called it the life of Pi. Oh. oh, you may have read it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very successful. I think yeah. I've seen the trailer. Yes. Yes. It, it, I, in, in it, I, I liken myself to a small Indian boy yes. mm-hmm. to show my vulnerability mm-hmm. out there on the high seas. Mm-hmm. Right. Surrounded by uh, a pack of uh, Maltese dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a pretty deep metaphor. I feel like there's a lot of uh, art that went into to making those choices. But now, yeah, thinking back on it... Um, that makes sense. Yeah, they were all dogs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully not all dogs go to heaven because some, some of them, them were... some of them deserved exactly what they got. Mm. Mhm. Yeah. Uh that brings me we don't often talk about spirituality on the show, mm. uh but when it comes up I, I like to dive in. Mm. Uh what is your idea of heaven as it relates to uh your your work in life? Uh there is no trash anywhere. Mm-hmm. Nothing to pick up. Uh there are there are several animals. No dogs. No dogs. There are no dogs okay. in heaven. Because uh, I, I feel that my purpose here on earth is to train them because this is as good as it gets. Get. Okay. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No trash. No dogs. Uh, but other animals. Yes. Other animals. Uh, mostly talking birds. Mm. That would be that quite seems, delightful. Yeah. That seems mm-hmm. pleasant. Yeah. Could definitely enjoy that. I wish bit. I was a bird person. Not a bird person? No. I'm bird allergic. 
Oh no! Oh, yeah, that is tragic. I have bird allergies. Yeah, sorry mm. to hear that. It's all right. Uh, but you know what? We don't get to choose what we're allergic to. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Nature. Uh, great. Well, uh, we're always on the show interested in how people actually get into their careers. Uh, so I'd love to know, Cobb. Uh, may I call you Cobb? Oh, sure, please. Uh, I would love to know how did how did you get started when you were just diving in and saying I'm going to do this dog training thing? Well, like I said, after my 247th uh, dog right, attack. Yeah. Uh, I did some really serious soul searching mm. as the skin grafts were taking hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized that I needed to find an outlet for this uh, PTSD yeah. that I was struggling with. Uh, because at this point, it wasn't enough to whisper at those dogs. Because I, much like you, I thought I thought you whisper at right. dogs. I mean, that's what you see on get, television So the time. as I was being attacked by the, these dogs, mm. I would be like, no, right. stop. Right. And to no effect. No. Uh, so I went back to school. School. Uh, actually, I was one of the last graduates of Barnum and Bailey. Okay. Uh, the, oh, wonderful. Yes, the animal training yeah. school. Not yeah. only did they have a clown college, right. but they yeah, had an yeah. online animal, animal training, training course uh, that I took. It was very exhausting. It took mm-hmm. several weeks. Mm. And uh, after, well, I imagine that's compounded by the fact that you're medically recovering. At that yes, time. I had nothing else to do but mm. learn how to train animals not to attack me. Right. Uh so after after they emailed me my certificate and I went to Kinko's and printed it and mm. I had it framed, uh, that was then. Uh, that's when I began my career as a uh, as the dog shouter, hmm. as they call me. That's nice. excellent. Uh, how did you start getting clients when you first got going? Uh, I would stand on the side of the road. Mm. It's a uh, good spot. Yeah, and wait for people to walk by with their dog, and I would tell them, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I would actually try to mansplain to them, humansplain, right. uh, how they were being, how they were treating their animals poorly. Mm. Yeah, you see a lot of people walking down just fells and yeah. you know, can, and it's just like, you definitely can see that those animals, those dogs... Are not being no. treated properly. No, they come from shattered homes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they are troubled youths. Right. They may find themselves in a gang or or doing uh, drugs. No. Yeah. Certain uh, whatever dog drugs there are. Because cats have catnip. Right. right. There's no dog. It's not like they have dog heroin. Uh, I think they do. And I think it's chocolate. Like it's baker's chocolate. Yeah, but isn't chocolate... Chocolate. I, I thought that just killed them. I yeah, didn't know they well, got I mean, I, I assume, They don't get a fix off of it before they I, die. I don't know. I just feel like they. it's one of those things where they just like constantly are trying to get it, get it, and get it. And mm. then if they get too much of it, like in any drug, yeah. uh, that you could die. Are you saying there's a fentanyl version of chocolate that these so. dogs are taking? I would think so. That's why I just... Gosh. I never give my dog any chance or taste of chocolate. I don't want that to be in... His his bloodstream. I don't yeah. want him to because yeah. I know it's like Baker's chocolate. Like I feel like Hershey's chocolate's okay, but I don't. That's just a gateway drug. Yeah, you for just dogs. don't want that chocolate seeking behavior. That, yeah, that's just yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, you don't know what that's laced with. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why uh, your work, Cobb, is so important. Is you've got to get these dogs a, a path. You've got to yes. set them on a, a path to a future that's going to have them be good dogs. Yes. Like as and most dogs, I've tried to give a job or some vocation mm. that they can. Like, oh, have you ever noticed? I've worked with a lot of uh, boxer breeds okay. uh, and bulldogs. They love skateboarding. I'm sure you've right. seen yeah, videos yeah, all where, the time. Yeah. yeah, it's all. And I've always I've taught them most of their skateboarding tricks. Okay. Uh, with the help of Tony Hawk, right? I bring him in. He shows the dogs a couple. Uh, we just had last summer had a skate camp for the dogs, so they oh, could train lovely. for the the Rex games. Now, does Tony himself have a dog? 
Uh, Tony does not have a dog. Oh, that's he a seems like a cat. He has person. a pet. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He has a pet cat that mm. rollerblades. It's a it's a very oh. big embarrassment to him. I probably shouldn't have said anything. Hey, yeah. you know what? That's fine. Like you you can't choose your family. No. You know. So you can't choose whether you're a, a skater uh, on a board or a skater on inlines. He tried uh, suggesting that I treat uh, Goldfish how to do parkour, mm. but that didn't. That that was many many a yeah. fish wasted. Uh, yeah, it seems like memory problems would come into play. Yeah, yeah, that and that they they can't really breathe oxygen very well. Back yeah. to breathing. It's uh, it is back to breathing. Yeah. You know, it always comes back. You uh, breathe I, what you're built for. Yeah, I was looking and seeing that you started working with the Animal Planet with Puppy Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, and actually having these puppies actually do some football. Yeah, I'm actually um, I'm trying to get them to roll back the restrictions because they they wanted because of all the in the NFL all the brain injuries right, and, yes. and offensive uh, penalties right. for tackling the quarterback. I want that rolled back. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted I think that the dogs themselves would more enjoy the gladiatorial aspect of it, mm. of just tearing into each other. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That sounds exciting. And they always have a camera that's at the bowl, and it's like, oh, look at these dogs lick up their water. And it's mm-hmm. like, no one wants to see that. Wants to see that. That's no. why I'm actually talking to Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. We're going to do the XFL for the puppy bowl. Oh. oh I'd love to see that. They, the puppies will get extra treats for brutality. Yeah. Right. And, and I uh, think just giving giving them anything to do, a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. I think, would really liven up that event. Anything mm-hmm. to keep them off the streets. Yeah. Right. Off that chocolate. Mm. Uh, well, I'm afraid we're about out of time for the interview oh. uh, portion of your visit with us today. But um, I would like to know, where would someone who is looking to get into this, where would you suggest they begin? Uh, in, into getting into dog training? Yeah, if someone was going to follow in your footsteps. Uh, you can, I actually have a instructional video series oh, that really? I've made. I put it on uh, Vimo. V- 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 what is that? Ven- Venmo? Venmo? Not Ven- Venmo. is how you pay people. Yeah. Uh, Vimeo. Vimeo. There, there it, is. it is. I always forget. All the dog bites. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of the rabies. Uh, there, but I, there's, a, there's a series there that I have uh, from my old account when I was a garbage man mm. i had so many followers because we wear there's uh video cameras on the trucks right. and we wear body cameras to prove that we're not uh mishandling people's garbage course, and I, no. I used to put the footage up there so i already had a following there right mm-hmm. and i thought it would be it would just be odd to then create a new account with this because i would lose all those fops right right you want to so, bring that audience yes yeah, so go to venmeo uh you can search for my username please dear god stop biting me mm-hmm. and uh then you can see my video series there it's nice that you can finally get like a username that doesn't have a number mm, you know because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. always like 72 like why is there 71 yeah. other people like this yeah yeah but uh you're unique cub yeah. uh well if you if you don't mind uh we would love to play a game with you oh i love games okay. oh excellent uh then that means it's time for everybody's favorite game on our show nothing up our sleeves hey what's over there uh, this is the game where, uh, well, I, I don't know if I would even call it a game. It started out as a lighthearted thing, but it's gotten pretty serious. Mm, uh, yeah. So we've we've had folks send us uh, messages on Facebook telling us what their career is now and what they wish they were doing, what they would like their oh. dream job to be. And uh, we've uh, we sort of started out uh, trying to decide if this was a, a, a funny thing, uh, a, a bad thing. Uh, but it turned out we hurt a lot of feelings doing that. Mm. So... Uh, now we try our best to give you good advice uh, about how to take the job that you know how to do and parlay that into the job that you wish you were doing instead. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, Jonathan, do you have any over there? Yeah, I have a few. Oddly enough, the, the amount of responses we got this week, um, 
we, we know a lot of administrators. Mm. No, I just thought that was very A lot of folks sitting at desks listening to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Rich G. Uh, his current career is a university admin. Uh, his dream career, Christmas store owner. Oh. Like the actual Christmas tree store? It just says Christmas. Uh, I mean, it could be any kind of Christmas store. Mm. He just wants to own it. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, they should get a little more specific. Rich G, I, I appreciate where your head's at. Owning your own business is a fantastic journey and and just a great way to take control over your life. But you're going to have to be specific. If we don't know from your message on Facebook what your store is about, I don't think customers are going to know what it's about either. Well, if it is a Christmas store mm-hmm. and you're only selling Christmas-related items, mm-hmm. I mean, that's you don't see a spirit holiday, a Halloween store right. around you around. Right. Now, I would suggest that he would have to go someplace where it feels like Christmas all the time, like Switzerland maybe or, okay. or Finland. Where do they tape the Hallmark movies? That's a good question. Canada. Canada. I think Canada. it's a soundstage in Canada. Yeah. Toronto be... is like Christmas or yeah. 1970s America. I think okay. as far north as you're able to tolerate. Oh, go to the North Pole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really, you want to talk about location, location, location. Yeah. Go to Santa's Village in the North Pole. I, I could see a Christmas store being year round. You wrap gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa always there for you to sit on your lap and just like check in. Like, Even like hey, in June? Yeah, well, you know, like, so it's June, and you sit on his lap and go, where am I on the list? Uh-huh. And then he could say, well, you didn't file your taxes on time, so you're kind of on the naughty side. Mm-hmm. But I do know that you have a report due in two weeks. Maybe turn it in maybe, early. Maybe knock that one out. Maybe yeah. knock that one out. What if uh, there were an app that you could then check and see what your uh, list standing was. Oh. Like how you check your credit. I like that. Well, that's quite labor-saving mm-hmm. in terms of hiring Santa. Santa karma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, something to think about. So Rich G, uh, maybe look into app development or move as far north as you can take. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Christy F. She's a currently a special education admin. Hmm. Again, I said there's a lot of admins. A lot of admins. Uh, her dream job, resident advisor at Hogwarts, the college years. And what does she do now? She's a special education admin. Well, so, already. Sounds like what she already does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're already, I mean, wizards are specially, it's a special it education. It takes a special education. education. Yeah. yeah. They have magic powers. Right. Maybe, I, maybe she's a special educator in the younger years so now she's just like i want to help college kids yeah well it's, it did sound like she so she is a currently an education admin and it sounds to me like she wants to make the jump and just mm-hmm. straight up get into teaching and well, yeah. the biggest question here is is she a muggle that is well, that's one of it's another one of those we don't get to choose kind yeah. of things and I, yeah you're absolutely right that's going to make a huge difference yeah there probably there's going to be all sorts of pranks played on you especially since it's college yeah there's already a real lack of respect from students to faculty yeah and uh, boy the fact that you might not even be able to defend yourself in the slightest way against yeah. the the weakest student against that's... dare I say Voldemort mm. I said it oh I said, wow. hey, that's okay. that's a name you should dropping v bombs. That's all right. We probably don't have a lot of listeners uh, in the magical realm, I think. Mm, you never know. You never know. You're going to get an angry owl. Our, our, last, our last one. Mm. Uh, this is from Angie P. I say last one because we got a lot of things, but we got to So you just named the top three most interesting. To me. Okay. Uh, this says BAMF. Current B-A-M-F. BAMF. Mother, 
uh, frequenter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a job. Sure. That's his job? The, yeah, that's the current job. Is the he dr- McCree from the game Overwatch? Uh, no, she's not. Oh. Uh, and the dream job is a Hedgehog Cafe co-owner. Hmm. I, I like the uh, dream of the idea that like you're taking half the responsibilities. I think that's really smart. Yeah. Actually, that's very forward looking to realize that this taking on, especially you know, business ownership. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you don't realize mm-hmm. is is going to be tough. I'm sure, uh, Cobb, you must have encountered a lot of things you didn't expect when you became a freelancer. Yes, yes. The that I one of the things I didn't expect was still being bitten by dogs on the same frequency. As before, mm. yes. But is it is a hedgehog cafe? Is that where you go to a cafe and there's just hedgehogs there for you to play with? I I think it's just a place where you can play Sonic. Oh, I could be wrong. I feel like that's um, a little underachieving. Okay. Uh, if so, if you true. could. Act, so it's well, like you the could do both. You Why could. not both? Yeah, I mean, you... yeah. I think if you're gonna do the video game thing, you should probably aim for the animal thing as well. Okay. I do have one more. Sorry. I found one that that fits this really well. This is from Callie B. She's currently a uh, badass HR culture advocate. A lot of badasses. A lot of badasses. A lot of badasses and admin. Wait, badass HR advocate. Badass HR culture advocate. advocate. Advocating for culture. I wonder if it's just like I'm the person who plans the parties. Maybe that's just a kick-ass title for like party planning. Or she brings in yogurt. Or brings in yogurt. We don't know what sort of culture. That's absolutely true. Uh, But her dream is to be a pug rescue with endless money to take care of them. So your house would just be filled with pugs. Pugs. Yeah. Yeah. I started off thinking, why would you want to leave a job where you are a badass? Right. I mean, you're think of the stories you're going to be able to tell. If, if you're a badass HR culture advocate, that's that's something that your grandchildren will be talking about. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, can you imagine the plaque that's on her door? And it says, right. badass HR culture advocate. Yeah, I I don't know on this one. Sure, like I would love to see a house full of these tiny puppies doing ridiculous things. You could probably make millions off of the internet videos alone. But I I don't know. I think maybe you should embrace embrace what you've got. Okay. And uh I I just, you know, as a dog professional, mm. pugs are prone to uh sleep apnea. Yes. So uh every morning if your house is full of pugs, it's a numbers game of how many of them will actually wake up, right? Mm. And then you then 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 you got to call a garbage man to take out your dead pugs, right? Mm. And uh, you know those little sleep apnea machines—they mm. mini- cost money. Miniaturizing them oh, yeah. is expensive. And but, can you imagine the the hum? Yeah, just from uh, hundreds of tiny sleep apnea machines. I mean, all the pugs would have to wear headphones too, mm-hmm. like just e- earbuds or something to. Mm-hmm. Cancel you the damage, noise. damage their little delicate ears. Yeah, and but, you probably so they don't so they don't roll around in their right. sleep and lose the head. You probably have to strap them down. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, you're then by now you're talking that this room where all the pugs sleep looks like something H.R. Geiger th- drew up. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like uh, a natal care unit. Mm. Uh, great. Well, I guess that's all of our uh, job questions. Yeah, thank this you, week. everybody. Uh, thank you, and uh, thank you, Cobb Sicily. Oh well, thank you all, all very much. I, it was a pleasure being here. Yeah, we appreciate it. I actually brought a dog for each of you. <gasps> oh my goodness! Oh. oh, is that why this box has been thumping? Oh yes, here, here we go. Here, oh, okay. oh my you. gosh! Ooh, ooh, a biter. Okay, ooh, yeah. <laughs> they're they're thank all you. biters. Ooh. I haven't figured out how to stop that. Oh wow! 
adorable though. Don't <laughs> bite. Oh. Was oh, that working? Is it? Don't. Okay. Nope. Doesn't nope, work. That doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go get some bandages and uh, folks, we'll be right back. Hey guys, Tommy Simbazo here. I had a great time being a guest on this episode. If you guys want to go check out my podcast, Laugh Finder, as soon as you're done listening to this, head on over to LaughFinderPod.com where you can hear this week's episode. This week's guest is Kathy Carson, and the name of the episode is Hurt Friender. It's a bit of a doozy. And stay tuned afterwards to hear super-powered song, The IT Crowd, based on the BBC sitcom, The IT Crowd. All right, everybody. Sit. Oh, that's really working. I went ahead and got a crate. Uh, So mine is gnawing at the bars. I know Amy's been really excited about getting a dog, so this is great great news for you guys. Yeah, I think she's going to be really pleased. Uh, I just hope it's not as sort of bitey with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, really cute, though. I've always wanted a, a puggle. Yeah. This is exciting. How do you think Toby's going to react? Uh, he loves new friends. Oh, that's But he great. humps the crap out of anybody that comes in the house. Oh, no. That's awkward. So, well, yeah. I mean, you would think after a while, like maybe one or two months, he'll be done. Do you want to Do you want to have us keep them here until your puggle is old enough to understand the concept of consent? Yeah. Okay. Maybe have Toby come over here, too, maybe once, so that like you guys can teach Toby... Like look for consent. Yeah, I think I think we need to have the talk. Yeah, definitely. Maybe do some trainings. Remember yeah. to ask. Right. No means no, little right. puppies. Yeah, say no. Say no. There you go. You're allowed. Ah, they are just adorable. You know, Jonathan, this has me thinking. Maybe maybe it's time for us to make a change. What do you think about going to video? Like try it out. No, we just switch the whole thing. So actually just live stream us talking. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we'll get some some cameras up in the studio. We'll we'll uh in fact maybe we'll skip the podcast part. We'll just go live. Okay. Yeah, so we'll we can have people uh talk to us in the chat room. I it's I just got to thinking, you know, with all of those career change advice, mm-hmm. I mostly I had questions. I wanted to know, you know, like what do you what do you really do? Is this a store that's about Christmas or is it a store that is like for Christmas? And those are very different things to me. And uh, if they were in the chat room, they could just tell us. Yeah, they could just tell us. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What's your career change for next week? Oh, you're just doing that? Like, I thought that was going to be... I mean, we'll be doing it together, but I feel like it was it was my idea. You should probably... Uh, I think I'm going to go out and become an artistic director somewhere. Nice. Yeah. Maybe find a theater company? Yeah, and... just something local. Hmm. At least apply for it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. I feel like your long history of employment probably makes you uniquely qualified. And I I'm, I work with students for a while, so it's like I'm committed to whatever I'm doing. Yeah. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I mean, you sound really convicted. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't know I needed to change so quickly. Hmm. Sorry. My anxiety's getting up a little bit. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. And then I'm also worrying about, like receiving angry mail and then possibly some from the fact that you insulted some of our magical friends we might be getting angry owls that's yeah. out in the universe now thanks can we just wrap how it up? big of an owl do you think it would take to carry off one of these dogs 
Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, let's wrap this up. Folks, yep. thank you so much for listening. We would not do this show without you. Uh, remember, you can always drop us a note on our website at wehavetoask.com mm-hmm. or on our Twitter and Facebook pages at We Have to Ask. They might change. They might change. Uh, they, and in fact, they possibly will. Look for us at uh, twitch.tv slash we have to ask uh, whenever we get that set up. And uh, we want to see you there. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you again for listening. This has been another episode of Can You Teach an Old Dog New Tricks? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, roll over, Beethoven. See y'all next time. <laughs>